Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. Coming up, a big weekend of basketball coming up to talk about. A couple scores and games to break down from yesterday. And what happens if the Big Ten gets rid of divisions in football? There's some news coming out that's saying that could happen. We'll tell you about all of it right here on Locked On Big Ten. You are Locked On Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, welcome into Locked On Big Ten. Everything you need to know about the conference every day of the week, Monday through Friday. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson, and thank you for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every weekday. Again, we've got a good show lined up for you today. Plenty to talk about. A big weekend of basketball coming up. A big day of basketball yesterday to go over. And news coming out in the Big Ten that the division or the conference could get rid- getting rid of divisions. What would that mean for Big Big Ten football? And obviously, why would the conference choose to do that? We'll break all that down in just a minute. But first, let's get into what you may have missed since the last time we were out here on Locked On Big Ten. Three games in men's basketball to go over yesterday. Three ranked teams on the road. Three ranked teams winning on the road. First, we had Wisconsin on the road against Nebraska. It pulled off a 73-65 victory. Ohio State won as well, 75-64, the final score in Minnesota. And number six, Purdue, pulled out an 83-73 win on the road in Iowa, facing off against the Hawkeyes. A quick look at just the scores around Big Ten basketball from yesterday. Nothing on the calendar for today, but we do, of course, have huge games coming up in Big Ten basketball across the weekend. We'll get to all of that later on in the program. But, of course, I want to start things off by talking about what's going on with the news in football. Could the Big Ten be getting rid of the divisions? What would that mean for Well, the Big Ten football seasons and schedules and things like that. We'll talk about all that here in just a minute on Locked On Big Ten as we start up your Friday show. Hey, Big Ten fans, this is Nate Dickinson with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are earning cash back on every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE for $0.25 off per gallon or more on your first fill-up. Cash back. Don't pay the full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the free app and use promo code SCORE for an additional $0.50 cents per gallon on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back or a year in cash back. Check that. And there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime in your bank account, PayPal, an e-gift card for Amazon or other brands too. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents off per gallon more or more on your cash or on your cash back on your first tank. That's code SCORE at GetUpside. Welcome back into Locked On Big Ten. As we continue along with the show, I wanted to take a minute to talk about the news coming out of the Big Ten maybe getting rid of the divisions within the conference. Now, this is obviously a big abstract kind of thing right now, but there have been reports coming that Big Ten officials are at least discussing the idea of getting rid of the two divisions within the football conference. So, What exactly does that mean for Big Ten football, and why would that happen? I want to start with the latter. 
you got to keep in mind that anything that any college football team does right now is in the objective of getting to the college football playoff. And that is the prime responsibility of conferences or the officials at the top of these conferences is to make sure that no matter who it is that's ending up on top, that the conference has done everything that it can to make sure that it's built up a resume for whatever team it's going to send out there as, hey, this is our best team in the conference that in the Big Ten's case always means that you're getting a college football playoff bid. But that has not always been the case. And I'm sure the Big Ten was very, very scared by the idea of, say, an Iowa winning that Big Ten championship game. Because if Iowa wins, the Big Ten has nobody. Luckily, that didn't happen. Or I don't know how lucky you want to say it is, depending on who you root for. But luckily for the conference, Michigan won easily and made it to that college football playoff easily. From there, the conference's job is done. It's all wipe off your hands, hey, good job. And then it's up to the schools to get the job done after that. But... The responsibility of the conference in football, more than anything else, is because the NCAA is not what's deciding who makes that playoff. The goal is to make yourself most appealing to that college football playoff committee. How do you do that? Some say by getting rid of conferences. Or by divisions in conferences. Some say by getting rid of conferences. But in the Big Ten's case, they just want to get rid of the divisions within the conference because... Well, to be quite honest, you had three teams in the East that were better than anything the West was putting out, or at least had a better resume than anything that the other side of the Big Ten was going to put out there. Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State, all three of them, had resumes far high and above anything else that the Big Ten had produced. And it would have been great to be able to see those matchups in a Big Ten championship game. And when the Big Ten went to the Visions, that was one of the things that they said, hey, you're going to have to sacrifice. Either you get Michigan-Ohio State every year, or you can get Michigan-Ohio State in the Big Ten title game. The conference elected to decide to keep that game going every year. And as a result, he ended up with Iowa playing in that conference championship in Indianapolis. Let's get really legitimately down to it here. The fact of the matter is, the West has not lived up to the expectations too many times. Most of the time, I'd say on the West, I haven't actually looked back, but I'm sure maybe sometimes on the East too. It's been one team that's obviously going to make it, and at sometimes a team like Iowa that obviously wasn't going to make it, but at other times teams that were going to be just like right there on the edge if they had won that Big Ten title game. That's not what the Big Ten wants. The Big Ten wants teams in the college football playoff. That is the goal of every conference out there. I'll say it again, because it's harder than ever right now to assure your spot. And while the Big Ten has the second safest spot in the college football playoff reserved outside of the winner of the SEC, it still, as we have seen, is no longer a shoo-in that the Big Ten is going to have a representative in that game, in that four-team bracket. So uh, that's why it's happening, is because you can change everything that goes on with college football. At the end of it, everything's all about the money. And the people who make the college football playoff end up making a whole lot more money. And that's a conversation for another episode. But because of the acceleration even of this money uh, with the NIL deals and obviously everyone getting a whole lot more circulation in general, all that kind of changing that was quite honestly maybe going to happen in college football anyway is all just accelerated so, 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 so much. So 
when you're thinking about, will the Big Ten do this? I, I said, yeah, it's all abstract stuff right now. But you have to realize with how fast everything's happened in college sports over the last couple of years, if this change is going to happen, the Big Ten's going to make it quickly. And I see it as the right move because then you get your best of both worlds. Yes, we'll get to in a second about the complications it brings up logistically, but I think there's no doubt that when you get rid of the divisions, you get the opportunity to have a better resume at the top to present to that college football playoff committee. But as I said, there are things and hurdles to get over here and things to figure out, such as how does the football schedule work if you're trying to do things this way? Obviously, there's schedule makers that'll figure it out. It's not like it can't be done. But uh, the question becomes, like, uh, you obviously have to keep Michigan and Ohio State in there every year and some other games going all the time. But So uh, do you expand the conference schedule? Do you go to, like, a ninth conference game in that case? Do you try to make things where... You're fitting in every team as often as possible. The fact of the matter is at some point you're going to have teams where if you go this way, you're not going to see for uh, three, four years maybe. But to be honest, that's the way it's been with the divisions too. So it's going to be, I think, a little bit difficult for people to try and figure that out, but it can be figured out. I think the question is just how exactly does that get done? How do you do all that while also keeping the main goal of keeping the best team up there with a good resume at the end. Because eventually, uh, some of these good teams are going to have to have their schedules uh, a bit watered down. I mean, that's one of the advantages of having that east side of the Big Ten this year that was so strong, is that they didn't have to play a lot of the weak west. So they had that big, big strength and schedule boost. At some point, just by the law of averages, and if you're trying to get everybody to play everybody, you have to have the really good teams playing the really bad teams. In some seasons, the really good teams are going to be playing a lot of really bad teams. What does that mean for how the Big Ten is perceived? Obviously, we don't know. It hasn't even happened yet. But it's just stuff that you start thinking about when you start to get down this spiral and really, really kind of just odd. But the point is, you get your rivalry games. You can still get those rivalry games in the Big Ten title game. And again, you can schedule things where the best teams are able to have the best resumes at the end of the season. Or at the very least, you're able to put the two best teams into the Big Ten title game. Because that's been the big difference, right? The having that conference championship matters to this committee. So for the Big Ten to not have the two best Big Ten teams fighting for that, that that's a crime against what they're supposed to be doing as a conference. So that's really what it all is. It's about the Big Ten making sure that at the end of the season, the team that they are able to bring up and say, hey, this is who we have for you, that needs to be a top four team. And this helps that happen. Because it's, again, it's tradition, it's alignment that people grew up with, all that kind of stuff that's being torn to the ground. But again, when the money's there, it's going to happen. And it's going to happen fast. Built Bar is the place to go for all of your protein needs. It's New Year, which means it's time for resolutions. And if yours involves any sort of health thing, you need to check out Built Bar because they've got all the healthy nutrients you need, protein, no carbs, no sugars, and 100% dark chocolate in every single bar. Head on over to Built.com and use our promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15 at Built.com to get 15% off your first order. Try out their protein bars, the little powders you can put into the water bottles. They've got the jello kind of energy shot things to get you through your day or through your workout. It's Built.com and our promo code LOCKED15, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar at Built.com. 
Back again here on Locked On Big Ten, wrapping things up for the week, looking ahead to the weekend. Uh, no games here on the Big Ten schedule for your Friday, but Saturday and Sunday jam-packed. I want to talk about three biggest games, in my opinion, that will be there, starting with, of course, tomorrow, Michigan State and Michigan. The in-state rivalry, of course, the Spartans having another outstanding season, just like they did on the hardwood, or on the gridiron. They're having it on the hardwood again. Michigan looking to, at the start of the season, replicate the football team's success. It has not been able to do so. Now, going into this game, there's so much that makes me want to bet Michigan here, because the Wolverines look like they're starting to turn things around. We talked about with that with Isaiah yesterday. The Spartans seem like that team that in the Big Ten has been playing really well, but does not have kind of that star power. There have been some guys who are starting to emerge, but doesn't really have that star power for a guy to kind of take over. So if someone on Michigan gets hot, I easily see the Wolverines being able to compete and maybe even win this game. But I can't in my heart take Michigan here just with what we've seen from both these teams already. Just the fact that when you look at the whole of the Big Ten Conference, Michigan may be the single biggest disappointment so far of the season compared to where they started and where they are now. Michigan State may be the most consistent team that we've seen so far this season in that just game in and game out, they're going to get you a good one. I want to, with the talent that the Wolverines have and with the turnaround, it looks like they may be starting to have, I want to be able to put my money on Michigan, but it's just way, 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 way too much evidence toward the other side. Michigan State's been far the better team, far the more complete team and more organized team at this first, well, we only got a month left in the season now. So going into Saturday, am I surprised if Michigan pulls it off? Of course not, but in East Lansing, with a team in Michigan State that has been clicking together, I don't see that upset coming at this time. Another time, sure, but I don't see it here tomorrow. Uh, looking forward ahead to Sunday, Purdue faces off against Ohio State, a really, really good matchup. I think Purdue's too big for Ohio State. To be quite honest, they've got the size down low. Now, Boilermakers have had some foul trouble too, so we'll see what Ohio State can do on that end. But if Zaki is playing inside, I don't know how Ohio State slows him down. They, they've had and have been consistent because they, they're not a huge team in general. They've had to do this for a little bit. They've been consistently bringing in second guys into the paint and doing what they can to try and fluster big and big impact players down there. But with the size that he has, with the talent around him too, I don't see how Ohio State's able to pack that defense in on Edie without giving up a whole lot to the other talented players that the Boilermakers have around that perimeter. I just don't see it happening. And finally, the other game I want to talk about was uh, Minnesota-Wisconsin coming up on Sunday too. I think the Badgers win this game, but don't be surprised. Just don't be surprised. Minnesota and Wisconsin obviously know each other really well, but I feel like they play really similar kind of games. Wisconsin, the more talented version of it, obviously, but if Minnesota can get into a groove and kind of run along with Minnesota or Wisconsin throughout the course of that game, I feel like there's definitely that possibility for the Badgers to either slip up or Minnesota step up and get the Gophers that win on the road and be kind of that upset of the weekend. We'll see what ends up happening there. Either way, I know we're going to have a really good weekend, a big-time basketball coming up throughout here, and we're going to get it all to you right 
here on Monday. The recap of anything that happens with, of course, Jay Stevens, the Locked On Buckeyes. We'll talk about that Ohio State-Purdue game, however it turns out, and we'll have it for you here on Locked On Big Ten.